what make you laugh, make you cry like ain't life funny. Yeah. had to just hide out for a week just to lay low to talk and all that shit <laughs> man you already know that i don't mean fucked ice cube up if he come around me dog <laughs> just you just keep doubling Here's down the, dude i just hope this that is at the some thing point, some homie of ice cubes is gonna be like yo man this motherfucker over here said he's gonna whoop your ass like 28 times this is the thing man i'm not saying that i want to fight ice cube okay you're just I'm just saying that if I were to fight Ice Cube, I'm going to win. Like, it's not even a question of if. Like, that's what I'm saying. Mm. That's what I'm saying. I just, I mean, I feel like maybe. Man, if you're not seeing me beat anybody. <laughs> bro, you must not have seen me beat nobody ass in a while. That must be what it is. You must have <laughs> forgot, dog. You must have forgot. See, I'll I mean, tell y'all the story. i tell, I tell y'all the story. Back in the day, me and Matt used to play basketball, right? And we used to play one-on-one basketball, like, all the time. And, like, I was wrong for this. Bad I will basketball. admit, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, like, we were, we were not really good, you know what I'm saying? And I was definitely wrong for doing this, but these people were also wrong. We all know on the basketball court, there's, like, rules to the game. If people are on the court, you know what I'm saying, you'd be like, hey, y'all trying to play? Everybody told us no. We went up to, like, four different groups of kids all playing different hoops and was like, y'all trying to play ball, get a game started. Everybody said no. I guess they were waiting for somebody. They knew so they were scared, said, dude. They were fucking scared. They could tell. I mean, they could probably, see the probably, because we, I mean, <laughs> legitimately, we would have shitted on all of them people in the game. But they, uh, they, you know, they were all looking like they didn't want to play. So we was like, all right, cool. So me and him go to the main court, play one on one. We in like the game is intense because me and Matt, our games was either somebody was gonna win by ten or somebody was gonna win by one. There's never <laughs> no in between. It was either. It was either one of us got our ass waxed or it was going to be a gladiator battle for three hours. You know what I'm saying? So- I'm out! Rangers! Tenny! 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 Raindrops! Fold score! Tenny! Tenny! In the heat, dude. It's like six to seven. You know what I'm saying? Like straight up. Yeah, like just straight up dirty, throwing bows, all that banging. Like we, we, we really in it. And like these kids come over and say, "Hey, y'all got to get off the court." And we look at them and say, "Man, we ain't going nowhere. What y'all talking about?" So we keep playing. Then they try to kick us off the court again. So then I go up and That's I tell great. the guys, I say, "Look, man, I asked every one of y'all out here that y'all want to play basketball, and all y'all told us no. So none of y'all were using the court. So it's our court now. Y'all got to wait." So eleven people then try to, you know kick us off the court, and they said, as I say this, I shot the ball in brick because I was tired. Of <laughs> I forgot and, uh <laughs> Yeah, and the guy says, well, we could shoot for the court, and I turned around and said, yeah, we could fight for it too, so what's up? Yeah. And then everybody looked at me and said, that black guy is crazy as hell, and 11 people then got their ass bitched up by me. So if I can bitch up 11 people, Matt, I mean, I that's nice true, you, though. That's that was, And they were, these were not like that court could have sometimes yeah, yeah they was like old men but that was not the case see i was scared like these I was were scared. all oh, like Jesus. These, these were all like people from the ages of 17 to 30 
that could have beat our ass like, oh. if they wanted to. Like, mm. We could have got jumped and got fucked up, but none of them even stepped to us. And then they all sat there and quietly waited until we finished our grudge match, which was a I blood mean, and bones, another 30 minutes of us. To say, <laughs> they had to watch some, like 20 to 30 minutes of some of the worst uh, fundamental basketball that you will ever watch in the history of the world. But, you know, I, I respect that. You definitely did that. You called somebody That's what I'm like you did what most people should do, which is know that most people will not fight or step up. You'd question that exactly. and bitch down those people, but you're gonna that's a dicey game to play, like especially in LA. At where, the same time, I would have fought all 11 of them, man. yeah. I, I know, fought all 11 <laughs> that's what like, I was no. like in my head <laughs> when you did. I was like, he's gonna fight these fucking people, he's gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> I now, remember that was also Florida me at the when age we of were life. outside of fucking TDs, and like I was trying to. You get some strange just talked to some lady outside and all of a sudden I would see Aaron just run by and then I hear whap, 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 whap. Well, <laughs> well those guys legitimately were picking on somebody that we went to school with but that guy also was starting some shit I'm not yeah that guy come to find out was actually trying to get into a fight with those guys which I didn't understand at the time but uh, they were taking our friend's glasses off of his face, like, and literally, like, almost about to poke their finger into his eye while three guys were inches from his face. So, like, I don't know what you're supposed to do in that instance. I had had some drinks. So I just laid two guys flat real quick. Oh, and then, I mean, once again, I also bitched up 20 more people because if you remember, the third guy ran and got his homies out the bar, and the owner of the bar was kicking us out to our car, and I told all 11 of them that I would fuck them up or however many guys came out that bar, and none of them stepped to us again. So once again... I pulled this move off. I'm not saying Ice Cube wouldn't step to me. I'm just saying that if Ice Cube wanted one-on-one, dog, I'm not afraid to step to Ice Cube, bro. Like, that's all I'm saying. I mean, I, I just feel like not. you are disrespectful because I think you think Ice Cube <laughs> might could beat me up. Like, that's why I keep saying that. I think I you feel think like, Ice Cube Honestly, I feel like, you know what, Aaron? You're probably right. You got age. I'm sure you're more exactly. athletic than Ice Cube. So you're probably And I don't have no money. Cube. Yeah, there's, there's a, and I don't have any money. I have nothing. To I like that. Like, that's, that's what you don't Like, and I'm broke. And I, I, I don't give at. a fuck. Would you fight a homeless man? If a homeless man stepped to you Hell and balled no. his fist up, exactly. You're not gonna fight a homeless man. So that's what the equivalent of Ice Cube is to me. Like this Ice Cube, I'm not fighting this broke motherfucker. Like I got money. I don't need this to fight you. This leads to a great like, question. Exactly. In this day, like right now, as we are now, what would it take? Because I, like, I mentioned this weapon in the past, that fish bat. So let's just yeah. say you have one. Oh, God. What in the <laughs> hell? Like, because I was even thinking of this the other day. Oh, God. I don't know if I could ever it. use it. I don't know if I could ever you actually. Matt, that's why I, I gave it to you. It. <laughs> that's why I gave it to you, Matt. Because, like, I'll tell you another story, right? And, like, this oh, leads no. to a, a topic for today, too. But one time I was in Orlando um later on down the road when we had graduated school and stuff and uh this guys that I was shooting videos with I didn't really know them that well uh we're walking down the street and this other group of guys I guess we were walking too slow for them bush like just pushes their way through us like they're hard you know what I'm saying like obviously trying to start some shit and like bump some people and one of the guys uh that's with us says man it's a lot of faggots in LA I mean in uh Orlando I'm sorry and when he says that, uh, the guy that bumped into him turns around and says, what you say? He said, I said, you're a fag. You're a fucking fag, fag, faggity, fag, fag, fag. 
And <laughs> then the guy, yeah, like straight up says this to this dude. And like, I hadn't been drinking that night. Like, I had been shooting videos. You know what I'm saying? All these other guys were a little bit. So this, video. okay, set the scene though. This wasn't like broad daylight. This was in the at night. Nighttime, you guys were like doing downtown clubs. Orlando oh, at the corner, gosh. like in the middle of like where all this shit is happening. You know what I'm saying? Basically, right? Downtown so, like, Orlando people, is yeah. basically a terrible the place. <laughs> working. Yeah. And these guys. Awful. Like, legitimately, these guys were out of hand because, like, if somebody is in your way, you could have said, excuse me, you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't have to do what they did. So I understand why the guy kind of popped off on them for saying that. But at the same time, our boy didn't have to, like, that we were with, didn't have to call him the F word, like, 20 times, bro. But what they do, to their credit, I guess they must have had other people with them or they just was feeling swole that night or whatever. They disappeared. And we were actually waiting for another guy with us to come out the club. So we were, like, standing on that corner just shooting the shit and it was like other people with us that like once again this group of people that was with us did not know these guys that well and we were all just kind of like light acquaintances you know what i'm saying so we're just out there kind of just like lightly chatting and then these guys come back from three different angles one comes from one side one comes from another one comes from another and for whatever reason there's some white boy shit because these were white dudes I don't know I mean, why y'all. I could, was, I I could smell that. it just in the story. Yeah. I was like, this doesn't yeah. sound like anything but pure whiteness right now. Yeah. So. Well, they hey, this is Josh. If anybody knows Cam, tell him his bitch ass has got something coming for him. Because I'm not going to motherfucking fuck with his damn bullshit. If anybody knows Cam, you better send him a message. Tell him that Josh said he's got something coming for him and he's got something waiting on him. So tell him to bring his bitch ass on tell motherfucking money stealing bitch. They left and whatever their tactic was to attack us was to come back and try to be friends with us. So he comes back and he tries to shake the guy's hand and called him a fag. And he's like, hey, what's up, man? And he puts his hands out. And like, we, they were all kind of drunk, not really under, like seeing who it was. And like, I had my camera and I started recognizing who it was at the time. So I was like, oh shit, like that's them dudes that came back. So, uh... The guy that comes up to me is like, that's a nice camera. And I backed away and I had like this little piece of metal that you could attach to the bottom of the camera and put a light on it. And yeah. I had it in my back pocket. So I pulled down my back pocket and said, hey, man, y'all better leave us the fuck alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't, I ain't for that shit. And because like they were trying to, I told them they're going to try to break my camera or steal it or something. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, I spent yeah. bad money yeah. to get that shit. Yeah. So, uh, and on top of everything, it was like, really I, said, I don't time. know. Right. And as I said, especially at this time, I don't know a lot of these guys very well at all. So like these guys all of a sudden start trying to fight us because what happens is when he goes to shake his hand, the guy looks up and he out of his drunken state says, oh, you're that faggot from earlier. Oh, <laughs> he doubled yeah. down on it. Yeah. So they all get the brawling, right? Um, and I didn't realize that the guy that said the F word or whatever uh, gets put in the headlock and, like, got slammed because a dude behind him, too. But one of the dudes started attacking me, trying to get at my camera and stuff. And I had that metal in my hand. And I just feel so bad for this because, like I said, I did not know this guy as well. I didn't want to fight anybody. But I had to defend myself as well. Yeah, like, they were attacking yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? So I got the piece of metal and I just started clanking this kid in the head. And I think he thought it was my fist. You know what I'm saying? So he was trying to still, like, fight me, you know. White boys be wrestling when I'm throwing hands, dog. Like I don't, yeah. I only got one hand. I'm holding my camera like this, and I got this piece of metal. So he's like trying to grab my waist. I'm just going clink, 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 just tacking him <laughs> on the back of his head, like, like yo, kid, like you're losing. You know what I'm saying? So 
I think he kind of gets concussed and he like falls away. And when he does, he like backs up against the wall and he's like kind of linked over. So I ran up to him and kneed him in the side of his head uh, oh against the wall. God. Yeah, I mean, I fucking oh banged this kid, God, dude. But, uh, but when I lifted my leg up, he uh, scooped me and tackled me to the ground. So like I land on my back with my camera like this. And now he's like trying to crawl up my body and I guess ground and pound me. <laughs> but while he's doing that, his head is literally like right at waist level to just so I'm just clink clink still just tagging his ass and finally I'm like I guess this motherfucker doesn't realize like that I can kill him so I was like let me just give him like because I'm not really hitting him with it you know what I'm saying like yeah, I'm just kind of like, like come on yeah yeah like come on kid like you don't want to die you know what I'm saying so like I take the end of the metal and I go pow and like poke him in his skull with it like hard one time yeah. you know what I'm saying so we actually like felt that it wasn't a fist and then he like was like oh shit you know what I'm saying so then he lets me up and he gets up, and, like, I see the other guy that was saying the F word is, like, now somehow his skull is, like, bleeding across his head, but he's somehow got the upper hand in this fight and is <laughs> literally bending this guy, this kid, back back in the air. So I reached down and, like, tried to, you know, like, pushed him apart. And when I did, the guy that I was wrestling pushed me in the back, and it's like, no, nah, man, get out of here. Y'all won. <laughs> like, I've never been in a fight that somebody lost so single-handedly that he like, told me to leave. Get out, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. You did he threw in his own towel. He threw in his own towel, dude. And he was like, y'all won. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? So I'm leaving. And what I found out later was that one of our buddies was like this big like guy like your side, probably like 6'5". He saw all of this from afar. So when they attacked us, he came up at the end and just started cold cocking dudes. And that's how the other guy nice. got the hand on that kid. Well, yeah. So he kind of like, yeah, yeah. he laid out like two or three dudes and like other people in that crowd were also fighting against us, but were hiding in the crowd apparently. Cause he said that like somebody was like, Oh, that's some bitch shit. You, you uh, came out of nowhere. And it's like, man, y'all trying to jump us and shit. You know what I'm saying? I see y'all throwing hands. So like, it was just like a fucked up situation, wow. but and somehow, in Orlando, and, of course there's people. Right. It's like, man, fuck all that. So, so many people dude. but somehow magically no cops, show up we walk away scot-free bumps and bruises or whatever but nobody's really hurt you know what i'm saying luckily and we all get out of there safely um so then i say all that to say the reason why i could never use that fish bat is i had that weapon in that fight you know what i'm saying and like i felt so bad using it against this kid because i'm like bro first off you didn't bump me like y'all weren't crazy enough to bump into me you know what i'm saying like Y'all pulled that shit with them, you know what I'm saying? Like, because they didn't think I was with them, I guess, at first. And then also, I, I had no beef at that point. Like, I don't know these guys that good. I don't know y'all. Y'all out That's here tripping. They out here tripping. That's what I always yeah. hated. When you were just, like, yeah. in a huge group in college, and then there's, like, right. a, a couple of guys show up that you've never met before. And, of course, they're the ones that are, like, saying that kind of shit. And right. you're out with them. It's like, hey guys, like you want to have like a sign that says, "I am not. I do not personally know these. I have no stake in this game." <laughs> right, right. I just am. In a, I like, am a. I'll film this. Yeah, I am a conscientious observer. Right. Like, I guess I'm, I'm in this shit. group, but these two guys, I don't know these right. guys. These guys are y'all. Right. Y'all had the faggot fight. Y'all should be the ones <laughs> that fight. Y'all. You know what I'm saying? If y'all want to score, that was y'all too. He should get yeah, yeah. up for You shouldn't that. be saying like, that. That ain't me. Yeah. I can't do that. Right. You shouldn't be bumping into people, and you shouldn't be saying faggot. I, I, I agree with all that. But once again, like I said, I, I had nothing to do with any of this. But I, I say all that because that fish bet. I bought that because I was doing Uber in LA, and I was like, man, people be out here bugging. I just want to have something to defend myself. 
And one day somebody kicked my car, um, <laughs> which I didn't realize the light had changed and they was trying to cross out in the street. They really, it wasn't really that close. He had to kind of reach to even kick my car. I looked in the rear view mirror. He almost like fell over, but I had a quick little flash of my mind up. I should go back there and beat that dude's ass. And then I just take the fish bat up from the, under the seat. And I like tapped it in my hand one time while I was parked. And I said, man, He'll kill that motherfucker with this, I mean, bro. You, it's like, I don't, it's like, like, don't do that. Anything <laughs> you do with that thing, if you actually put full force into that in any part of the body, you yeah, can potentially it's gonna, it's gonna cause break a it. catastrophic. <laughs> like, if you hit somebody in the leg with that, the femur could shatter, shatter and then that could go with their artery, and then you've killed them. It man. will. It will. If you hit them in the head, their skull is broken. If you hit them in the nose, their face <clears> is caved in. Like, the only time I would ever use the fish bat is if it was literally like, Zombie apocalypse, life or death, somebody breaking in your house and you're hiding behind the door and they got a gun and you, you know, clock them just in time to save the day type of shit. But yeah. like legitimately, even in that scenario, you need to just have a fucking gun. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was yeah. like yeah, I'd rather have getting, that. Yeah, I was thinking about getting a concealed carry permit. But honestly, I think the fish bat would do more damage than a gun if uh depending on where you're hitting all oh, that. You know if you saying? hit somebody in the head with that full force, it's over. They're dead. It's like hitting somebody saying. with like, a full axe. That's what I'm saying. Like you can get shot in the head and potentially survive, depending on how the bullet goes in and out and all of that. And I'm not saying you would, but like that fish bat is gonna cave your brain inside out, bro. Like you're. Done. Although I will well, say yeah. something that I remember. This is not. This is just like the injury. So imagine if you hit somebody like right here in the center of their forehead with that, it would probably mm -hmm. cause like like a dent, right? You think. In the UFC or in an MMA league of some kind, like maybe two years, three years ago, some guy like went to sprawl on somebody and a dude kneed him in the forehead and they had to stop the fight because they caved the front of his head in. Like yeah, he man, literally like... had a crater in his head. So you could survive that, but I don't know. If you hit somebody with a fish bat cleaning, I think it would just... I'm saying if you follow through, bro, like if you like full all the way, no, you know, home run Ken Griffey, that bitch, like, you ain't coming back from that shit, dog. Yeah. If it's your fingertip, your fingertip's gonna fly the fuck off, dog. Like, that's, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I'm telling you, bro. Like, you gonna be in pain, man. Like, it's not some shit that you play around with. So that's why I gave it to you, because I realized I had too much power and not enough responsibility. <laughs> so I was like, Matt, you can have this. Um, and you told stories too, where same thing. You was like, you know, riding your bike and was like, man, I might need to swing this fish bat one day. Well, I didn't somebody. even have it then. If you remember, I had that big because I worked in that warehouse. I found like a big piece of. Uh, it was just like a steel bar that was just yeah. about this. Like you know, it was like something that would be in an IKEA furniture thing, but it was solid. And I would just put that in my backpack. And I mean, dude, <clears throat> I remember this clearly. And at the time. I was so mentally like drained that I didn't really register it as like dangerous or that I had been in a potentially life-threatening situation. But I ran, you know, I used to run home from work all the time down Woodley to Victory and to our place. <clears throat> and one time I was running down Woodley just jogging and it was probably like, I'd usually get off at like, I think 5.30 or 5. And it was probably like 6 p.m. So it was kind of getting dark yeah. at the time. And I was running on the sidewalk. And I ran and I kind of like had to stop. Like I just got tired. So, you know, I'd walk a little bit. And I was stopped. And I was like right kind of like near a guy in front of me. 
and I get closer and then like I get right up on the guy like he slowed down and I just had my earbuds in I was tired I was running I wasn't really registering it and then he like stops so I was just like oh he must have his phone or something but then I get like right up next to him I come up from you know behind him on the thing and walk up next to him and I look over and he said something to me I was like what like what and I pulled my earbud out and he was he's like I'm kind of get a better look at him in the face and he's like pissed and he's like yo man you need to wear watch where the fuck you walk and I was like what and he pulled out a knife just like sat he like sat there and looked at me and was like grilling me but he had just like a knife in his hand that he pulled out of like his fucking pants or something and I was like oh shit I was like dude I like I'm sorry if I bumped into you or something I didn't but I didn't know what to say and I was jogging so all I did was like turn around and start jogging again and I kept looking over my to see if he was like chasing me, but he wasn't. But I mean, the guy literally was like two, three. So we know. Away from so me. we know you're not gonna fight Ice Cube, then. No, hell no. <laughs> I'm gonna run. <laughs> like I'm gonna well, oh, Ice Cube. Wait. I mean, fuck it. But like that situation, oh, it's like if I had that. Even then, though, I had that thing in my backpack, but you don't have enough time right. to pull that shit out. It's like well, if that guy came I, uh, at me, I would just, I would, I'd be dead. You know, he would have stabbed well, me. It's uh, it's funny, man, because I used to walk in dangerous places in Atlanta, too, going to work and stuff when I worked for the train system. Same thing, man. Like, it was like fucking, you know, uh, dope fiends and stuff would be around at night and all of that, man. You just had to always kind of watch your back. So I've kind of always had that mentality of just, you know, having protection for yourself, if nothing else. But, man, I'm trying to tell you, bro, L.A., will just wear down on you anyways. Like, that guy that you was walking by, man, might have just been having a shitty day. You know what I'm saying? Like, he probably wasn't even, like, really mad, you know what I'm saying, at you. He just was like, man, if one more person get in my space today, man, I'm just going to snap, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I've been there in L.A., you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been in L.A. where it's like, if one more person get too close to me or if I smell one more person breath, or if one more person be up on me, like, I'm just going to flip. Because I almost fought a dude at 7-Eleven in L.A. for the same shit, like, just being too close to me. You know what I'm saying? So oh, I yeah. think that dude probably just was – probably just mad because he just was in L.A. Like, he probably wasn't even really mad about you, but – I mean, honestly, um, I could definitely see that. <coughs> he was in Van Nuys on Woodley yeah. Avenue walking in the heat at night. I was right. pissed, too, but it was just like – dude, I remember one time also – this is another thing – like, riding a bike in L.A. when that – uh I don't remember what happened, but like when the the pedals, you know, I was too big for that fucking bike. Yeah. So it would always break down and shit. I didn't realize that. Like, because when I was a kid, you just got a mountain bike. It wasn't like somebody told you like, oh, there's like this, this and this. So you let me borrow that bike. I had to fix it like every fucking two weeks or whatever. It was fucking more expensive than a car. But Mm -hmm. uh, the pet, I was... And this is just about, like, being in uh, L.A. and just being over it, like, mentally so, like, pissed and drained that you just don't register anything anymore. I was going to the gym on your bike, riding down that, uh, when you were on Van Nuys Boulevard, right before you went under that train, so that, like, downgrade. Yeah. The pedal snapped. And I ha- fell off of like onto the front of the bike and it keeps rolling. And then I just eat it into the ground. Ugh. I, I'm pissed because at that point the bike had broken 
like 50,000 times. So here's another one. That happened. This lady comes up behind me, and <laughs> this is how fucking, like you said, you can just be pissed off. She's like, are you, oh, man, is, are you okay? Like, <laughs> so she was asking me if I was okay, but it was like, I literally, I don't know if I said this. I feel like I did, but I was like, bitch, I'm not okay. And then I just like picked the bike up, picked the shattered pieces of the bike up and just like started jogging with the bike. Someone oh, out of man. embarrassment, but I was just like, I'm going to like oh, kill man. this bitch because of the <laughs> but it was just like so at that oh, point man. we were so deep into like that the end of well, that era it's great that we uh oh hell yeah but it's great that we bring up these fight stories because i saw a great topic to bring up today which is that apparently the other day candace owens and cardi b got into a Twitter beef that the world just can't seem to get enough of. And it's just funny when, like, there's a beef between people that shouldn't be a beef. It's almost like, uh, I was thinking about this the other day, too. Like, I know mad songs that I don't know songs. So, like, I used to work in a restaurant, and, like, I know mad, like, white people songs that pop up in my head, but I don't know the song, actually. You know what I'm saying? So, like... (laughs) Like, for example, like, you know, that song, it's like, uh, I've been dreaming now, take me, like that little techno song, you know what I'm saying? Like, when the lights start coming, I don't know what that song is. I don't know what I that don't even song is. I don't no know idea. what song that is. Yeah. Like, if somebody knows what the fuck I'm talking about. It's like some type of song where it's like literally like this chick is singing and it just gets all crazy and shit. And I know how that song sounds, like if I were to hear it, but I have no idea who sings the song what it's about, what it's talking about. I've just heard the fucking song. So like, that's kind of what this argument was with Cardi B and Candace Owens. Cause it was like, Cardi B has no political information really, but she has mad people that like her. So like, she was trying to make points and sound smart. And then it's like, on the flip side, Candace Owens is just like hitting her in the head with like information. But at the same time, like, Candace Owens is like a dumb bitch too. So, and I yeah. hate calling a black woman a dumb bitch, but I mean, if you're, you know, if you're sitting there supporting Trump in any form, really, I can't really ride with you neither. So, like, it just was just amazing to me to see that, like, of all the two people, it's like the most unlikely battle. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah. if a fifth grader were to fight a, a, a bull, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life. It was just amazing, bro. But, uh, yeah, man, you know, confrontation, man. Like, I don't know what's wrong with the world, bro. Like, you didn't see that? You didn't see Candace Owens just giving it to Cardi B and Cardi B trying to rebut in her <sighs> non-informed ways? <laughs> I just think that I like, uh, you know, I find Cardi B, like, she's hot. But I don't, when it's like nah. a story where she's giving her opinion on something, I tend to just, like, click past that. I don't need to, I don't need to hear that. Yeah, I don't. I don't really think. Cardi I don't. I get she's but, like know. it's a, a you know it's a fascinating story that she was just like a stripper. She came up with this personality and got famous. But as far as like what her opinion is, like I don't. I you know she is just a, yeah. a stripper. So. Well, I mean, as far as anybody's opinion nowadays, I don't really have an opinion about anybody's opinion because I've listened to Trump talk for the last couple of days, bro. And uh, I don't think that there's anything going on up there at this point, man. Like, 
the thing that keeps killing me is that he keeps going on live TV and saying the China virus. And it's yeah. like, oh, dude, you know they were... Chinese people live in America, right? Like, what are you doing? What's pissing me like, off it's, it's is like he can't like the there's like we have laws. There's laws in place for certain things that when they happen, people should get put like they should be tried or whatever. So there was a guy who was covering him, like doing a biography or a book about him that just came out. Yeah. And he literally in the, there's voice, there's voice recordings of this guy saying that he knew about this shit way of before it started becoming publicized and he was gonna play yeah. it down. He was going to do this. So he sacrificed hundreds of thousands of lives. And to me, that's treason. Like I put a post up. It's like, you like we have all the evidence it's all there they're playing it on the news but for some reason nobody's saying that word in association with it like to me that's well treason it's not like well what's crazy not about somewhat, that is not uh, like uh some sort of calculated thing like his rationale was well i don't want people to panic right that doesn't right. That well the thing that's crazy with him dude is that uh he doesn't even seem to register that, like, his defense was stupid as fuck, too. Like, because, yeah, like, you could be brought up on treason charges for that shit. And his defense was, oh, that was a, that was months ago. Why didn't he just release the tapes when he had them? Like, what? <laughs> you know what I'm I mean, like, straight up, that's a point, too, though, where if that guy heard that, he should have been – he's a journalist. He should have said something. But at eh. the same time, I don't really – I'm not going to blame that guy as much as the president who did all of it. And is like it's right. all there. The, all the evidence is there. I don't know if right. like you have to spin treason and explain it, but to me, if you got me in a room with a bunch of people that were like, "Can we try this guy?" I'd be like, "It's here's the here's the evidence. Here's a recording with his voice on it saying it. Here's a guy corroborating it who was talking on that same recording." Right. Everyone, it's not like everyone's dead involved with this. This isn't like Nixon tapes that came out right. decades later. This is months ago when we should have been hearing all this shit. And this guy just instead decided to just, you know, I'll play it down. I'll make sure people don't get worried about it. But well, to me, though, <clears throat> like you're talking about maybe a possible terrorist thing where it's like not everyone needs to know that something may happen. So we're just going right. to just keep it low key until we get this taken care of. That was not the case. And I mean, think about me this though, right? Is this really even hidden information though? Because like from day one with coronavirus, we knew this shit was mad deadly anyway. The only person that was saying that it wasn't was Trump. So by, and he got the information that it was and he, like you said, like in these recordings is agreeing that, yeah, it's dangerous, but I'm downplaying it. So like the whole dilemma was created by Trump to begin with, because had he just took the information in and they said, like if somebody told you like, hey man, smoking cigarettes kills you, you know what I'm saying? Like straight up. But like they put the warning on the pack, like, yo, these shits kill you. So when you die from them, it's not their fault. You see what I'm saying? So like only way that that would not be the case is if a cigarette company was like smoking these might kill you, man, but just smoke them anyways. And that's kind of what Trump was doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, coronavirus might fuck you up, but just go to work and do your shit, live your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't wear your mask. And it's like, he really created this own problem amongst himself. Because it wasn't like this was information that we didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of why I think maybe he's got a loophole in it. But like, but to still, me, like, it's, like, it's not it's a mystery. Here, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think if it's, 
if I, we all knew he was like sort of downplaying it, but right to me where it becomes more insidious is it's this guy, I guess maybe it was always this way, but when you hear the guy saying, I'm purposely doing this and then that, you know, if it's everyone in the staff and it's like a, a mandate from everyone, everyone involved right. is like, we got to downplay this so people don't panic. Well then that's shitty. And, but that's because all the dumbasses are making these dumbass decisions. But it seems like he's admitting that he himself, which he could, he can have a speech ready, but he can say whatever he wants once he gets up on that stage. You know, he can obviously right. just go up there and free ball it and just be like, say, you know, just do whatever, improv his answers. <clears throat> and he knew his only motivation at the beginning of this was to downplay it politically and make people i guess not worry when they were already yeah. worried as a motherfucker and just should have been given the truth so i don't know right. i mean you're right it's not really new evidence but having a tape of him actually saying and that having that's what he was doing you know, yeah. knowing the date too where it's like dude we were here and if you would have just been more honest maybe we wouldn't have gone as far into this and she, you know it's i, I mean know. to me though like I kind of feel like all that shit is kind of, you know, hindsight anyways. But part of the problem, too, is that the way that he's run his office is that if you don't ride with him, you're going to get fired anyway. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, all the people that were working with him probably just trying to keep their job. And also, people don't realize that with Obama, man, like, the protections for the whistleblower went out the window. Like, with Eric Snowden and, like, that WikiLeaks shit. You know what I'm saying? They tried to prosecute those guys for telling the truth. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, if you're on Trump's staff, and he's giving you the mandate to downplay the virus, and then you don't, then they just all point the finger at you, like, oh, he's a liar. He's a, you know what I'm saying? And then you lose your job and get ostracized because you're trying to tell the truth. But really, people don't understand is as the whistleblower is supposed to be that you're supposed to tell the truth because if you don't, and like, let's say like your boss is like, hey, go out there, we're gonna start, you know, uh, cutting money off the back end, you know what I'm saying? And like, your boss knows you know, so like you're still in, so like corporate finds out both y'all going to go to jail because you didn't tell on your boss. You see what yeah. I'm saying? So, like, that's kind of, like, where the issue is there. But because Obama, like I said, went after WikiLeaks and Snowden and all that shit, and it really wasn't him. It was kind of, like, the Department of Justice, like, even though it was kind of through him. But, like, because they did that now, as a whistleblower, you really don't have any safety. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really know what to do. Like, do you tell the truth? Do you ride with it? Like, you just work in self-interest. And that's kind of what's scary about nowadays because that's kind of how we're all living. Like, we're all kind of operating in self-interest where it's like, well, you know, I'm going to just look out for me and get my money and shit. But it's like, yeah, but if you're getting your money and doing this, but it's hurting that guy over there and he's, like, living in shit, is that the right thing to do morally and, like, ethically? No, right? And, like, it's making the world worse in the end, right? So why don't why don't we stop doing that? You know what I mean? But, you know, we talked about this before, bro. They got fucking kids digging mines in Africa as we speak barehanded. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit is what it is. I mean, it's crazy. Even, like, past shit that you just should have known about and people, like, do. It's, like, public knowledge, but it just doesn't move the needle, you know? It's like well, I was watching. Like a... Oh, go ahead. I'm not bad, bro. I'm watching a couple, well, a couple new shows that I've started watching that i like um one is that lovecraft country show i like i think yeah. that's a dope show but the, there also is another hbo show based off of that watchman comic 
Have you watched that? Uh, is that that dance raised by wolves or whatever thing? Right no, there? it's called Watchmen. It's uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that. Yeah, I seen Watchmen. You yeah. saw them, but you saw the show. Yeah, I seen the show. Yeah. Well, you know how they show like that shit in Tulsa or whatever, like the black yeah. dude. I went through all that education. I went through. I never heard of that. And I didn't find out to... about that until after school that yeah. they did that. Like when I got out of school, because like that's what the that's where the Gap Band comes from. You know, the Gap Band made that song. You dropped the bomb on me, yeah. baby. Like it's because the street in Black Wall Street was called Gap Street, or it was like G A P or whatever. It was something like two streets made up, and they called that that. So they made that song, You Dropped a Bomb on Me, because they really did do that shit. But I That's mean... That's crazy, dude. But, like, just, like, I feel like that, to us, what's happening now, hopefully, if the world still exists in, like, 100 years or 80 years or whatever, somebody's going to... People are going to look back and be like, wow, like, that was some fuck shit. That was a I think that, history, bro, you don't want to hear my 80-year prediction, bro. 80 years from now, this shit gonna look like fucking Star Wars, bro, where it's just like, I'm not saying our technology's gonna be that advanced, but if you see how, like, everybody was living in Star Wars, if you weren't down with the Empire, you were broke, you know what I'm saying, and struggling, and, and, like, living in, like, a little crazy trade bizarre world where, like, people from all over are, like, you know, trading slugs for gold and shit, like, that's what's gonna fucking wind up happening here, bro, where it's gonna be, like, bullets and money are a form of currency, we're going to be out here fucking fighting each other and biting off motherfuckers' earlobes and shit, bro. Because, like, I don't really see how it's going to go in another enlightened way. Like, all the enlightened minds of people that are saying they want to change and, like, Black Lives Matter and all these movements and shit, they're infiltrated, number one, by groups of money and power and organizations. And then, number two, uh, they don't have the willpower and the wherewithal to really stand up and fight against the hand of darkness like we would really need to. Because the only way that's just going to happen is both sides got to come together like that alt-right trump all them people that are saying they want the better america the same the, the progressives and all the libertarians and all that that want the better america they got to come together for that cause but their visions are so different it'll never happen and the reason why that is too is because we actually talked about this and i just saw this on netflix they made a, a shit called the social dilemma and it's talking about how the algorithms on Facebook and Twitter and all that work, where once you decide that you like things, they keep sending you more things and how they interact with you and monitor your screen time and how much you're viewing it and the usage and shit. So like, if you're not using it, they'll try to send you notifications to be like, hey, uh, so-and-so liked your picture, you know what I'm saying? And stuff like that to keep you engaged with it. And then how they use that information to sell it to companies. Because they were saying like on that, that like Facebook didn't really get hacked during your election. What it was was that Russia used Facebook how it was supposed to be used, which was that they finance, you know, the groups that, you know, like alt-right groups and stuff that if they saw information, like, let's say, like, you were, like, a flat earther, then they would send you, like, Trump information. And if you were, like, a, you know, a, um, like a, let's just say, like, a what, um, woman's rights or something like that, then they would send you, like, you know, anti, like, abortion information and stuff like that to, like, separate the groups. So, like... You realize when, like, I go on Facebook, like, I only see people that I in get engaged with, you know what I'm saying? So, like, all my friends are, you know, certain mindset, so I only see that. But, like, let's say that I had a, I know a bunch of Trump people. I won't see them, but they're still posting all that Trump shit, you know what I'm saying? And being like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, the earth flat and uh, Trump's out here doing good for the people and, like, all his, it's like Fox News versus NBC, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The same thing, you know what I mean? And, like, because of those divides, people don't realize that, like, 
their entire like well-being like they were even showing how like dopamine gets released when you get likes and responses and shit and it's making people depressed and all this like that literally like it's literally putting it where you think your world is shaped one way and then these people live in the same world as you and they think it's shaped the exact opposite way and they just you'll you just be like these people are idiots these people are idiots and it's like that's why we'll never come together bro that's yeah. just gonna fuck us all message it's crazy to think that technology is going to be what brings us all down in the end because we can't see past that shit. Cause like me, I know my Facebook is fake. I don't put anything real on there. You know what I'm saying? Like I say random shit. And then like the reason how I know it is because I post so little on there that when I do engage with something, it instantly fires shit back at me. And I'm like, Oh, there's the algorithm right there. Yeah. I, I like, I like a golf video and now I got 20 golf ads and it's like, I, you don't even know I already bought all this golf shit. Like I have, I have all my clubs guys. I don't need to buy anything from you. You see what I'm saying? Like, I just like one video from this guy, you know what I'm saying? And now you're showing me 30 of them. You see what I'm saying? And then like, same thing with, uh, with anything, dude, like I'll look up like a flat earth thing on YouTube. And then like, I'm looking up flat earth because I want to laugh at it. Not because I believe in it. So, but then they send me five more flat earth videos. You know what I'm saying? Because I just be looking at all, I'll be looking at Trump shit too. Like I go on racist websites just to see what people be talking about. You know what I'm saying? To be like, Oh word. That's what you think, you know what I'm saying? But then they'll send you more of that shit and be like little ads in the side with fucking, you know, Confederate flags and shit. And you'd be like, well, I ain't buying that shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. When you start, you know what I mean? When you start fucking with the algorithm, you realize what's going on. But a lot of people not, don't got the wherewithal to understand. I don't shit, even you know think, I mean? yeah, I was going to say, I don't even, I think most people know that word algorithm and stuff, but they don't really understand what that means. I'm just, I don't go on it. I put, nice updates about my health because pete my whoever but i don't even know i don't know who sees that shit i just put it up every right. once in a while we'll put something up if we want to like publicize something but as far as me being on facebook just looking around i don't do that unless i'm super speaking bored of, uh, speaking of facebook man where your dog at man dude you want to know what's even crazier about that shit we were doing where it for like Dude, he's over here sleeping, bro. He's nah, man. He's wake his ass bro. up. Nah, wake oh. his ass up, Mason. Be like, hey, Mason, I need my money, dog. Run me my check, bro. What's up, man? Dude, Run me my check, he's Mason. He's going to pay you, bro. Hey, man, I done already <laughs> dropped like 30 bills on Mason trying to get this motherfucker in a beauty Dude, contest, they got, bro. they keep going. It's going to go for like, I looked at the turn, like, because we didn't know what it was. We're like, this has to be it. Like, this has to yeah. be over. It's going on for another month, dude. I was like, fuck all this, dude. He has to <laughs> win just from being cute at this point. Uh, too funny. That's hilarious. But We're no, talking dude. about Matt's dog is uh, in, entered in a beauty contest for all yes. the people listening. My son, listening. my furry son is <laughs> fucking God, dude. He's going to be the next dog model. <laughs> it's the next whatever. Whatever the Gerber baby is for dogs, that's it. <laughs> But no, I mean, I see that shit all the time. But I mean, another thing I've been getting into is just that I've seen these videos, but I never really knew who it was. But do you know <laughs> the YouTube guy, All Gas, No Breaks? Nah, it's I like a dude who's like a nerdy white guy, but he goes to all these insane events. Like he just went to Sturgis, like that biker event that just happened with COVID and shit. And he'll just... Yeah. He just interviews people. He doesn't fuck with them at all. He just is like going with it and he'll ask them questions and he'll even like sort of vibe with them. So they, you know, they'll just like act like themselves. But dude, 
this guy's like my new hero because he just goes into straight shit shows and interviews these people and you just see the craziness that exists in the world like he went to uh oh yeah donald trump jr's like book signing in i think birmingham alabama and first of all many fucking crazy people but there was like this one chick who's sitting there who is black so she kept saying things like oh i don't believe people i believe the races should mix I don't think that should happen. So I think black people should date black people and white people should date white people. But he's like, so, but would you have sex with Donald Trump Jr.? You said you think he's a God. And she, cause she's like, he's the best. He's a God. He knows everything. He's going to save this country. Donald Trump Jr. Like she has his book he's and she's like, like all this shit. And so like, this is the level of people. He, he just goes to these things. He went to when they stormed area 51, like, any shit show thing and it's just maybe like seven minutes of people acting crazy and him just kind of being there like so you know like he'll be talking to some trump person and they're like yeah like trump doing this and he's the best and he's like so tell me um what you think is the biggest lie in america right now and he's like trying to kind of interview them as normal people and they're you can just tell they're lunatics so it just shows you like it's the algorithms, bro. I mean, dude, I'm it telling is you, so man, like those people are so tell me, bro, like those people are so deep and lost in the shit that like they really believe that because the internet keeps showing them shit that they like, that it's right. Message! Like, nobody said the information is right or wrong. It's just information, bro. Like, that's why, like, even me, like we talk about that dude, young Pharaoh and shit. And, like, if you were to listen to this podcast, you might think that I actually believe in that guy. I'm not really a follower of that motherfucker like that, bro, because he'd be saying Trump is a good guy. And it's like, bro, I can't believe any man that's calling COVID-19 the China virus is a good person, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's just one small issue I have with him. But on top of other things, too, it's just, like, same thing. Like, if you – like, the Area 51 shit, they're just going to keep feeding you what you want to see. So, eventually – you're going to think that it's a fucking alien down there, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, that Pizzagate shit. Like, you know what's crazy about that? I actually have seen where that Pizzagate shop is, dude. And, like, that, you know that guy went up in there with the gun and shit and, like, trying yeah. to free the kids? You heard about that, right? If you see where that shit. place is, it's in, like, it's in, like, the whitest part of D.C. you've ever seen, dude. Like, there's no fucking way that they're doing what they're saying they're doing in that place. Like, I'm not saying that them people aren't sinister or whatever. Like, it might be some ties to some shit whatever whatever but they're not doing it there you know what i'm saying like they're not doing it there bro. like there's no way like too many people are in that place all that it's just it's a wild thought to even like have in your mind to go all the way there with a gun and get arrested and risk your freedom on some bullshit you know what i'm saying like i mean i just I don't remember get it, being Internet is crazy. So, so deep into conspiracy theories in my like 20s where we you know you and i used to watch conspiracy theory videos me and my buddies used to watch them shit. It's like to do that now and have what you're saying happen where that's all you see. Like I could turn it off because it was just like some DVD you got or some file right. you downloaded off the internet. It wasn't constantly being pounded on you. So, yeah, I mean, you can see that shit. Like I said, shout out to All Gas No Breaks because that shit is one of the funniest, most – I mean, he he might be the bravest journalist out there right now because oh, well. he goes into the depths of like the ins- he went to some beach party in the middle of cove where was it at yeah 
It was like a lake. It was some place where it was like it was in Michigan at a beach, someplace in like one of the uh, Great Lakes, and just kids everywhere, yeah. just drunk as piss, just doing crazy shit. And he just wades in, interviews them, you know, is like talking to them like they're normal people, and they're just out there like we out here, y'all, like just complete <laughs> shit shows. Well, I mean, you know, they say uh, reality is stranger than fiction, bro. I mean, like, uh, I heard this story. Maybe this was bullshit. Or I don't know. This is on a YouTube video. But apparently the way they found the Dead Sea Scrolls, like, you heard of that, right? Yeah. Like, the Dead Sea Scrolls is, like, ancient books from the Bible that had been lost or whatever. Apparently the way they found these was that some kids were just, like, raising sheep out in the desert and throwing rocks around and threw a rock into a cave. And it broke a 3,000-year-old clay pot. And they heard it shatter. They go into the cave and find the Dead Sea Scrolls. Like, that doesn't even sound like some real right. shit. You know what I'm saying? That's like some Indiana Jones shit. Like, what, man? Like, somebody yeah, threw somebody a rock wrote and that in a this magic L.A. Shit. office, dude. That's some L.A. shit. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, that's what they say, man. Reality is stranger than fiction, man. So, like, if you go out there and actually get amongst the people, because, like, that's the other thing, too, is you got to realize is, like, just because these people watch all that shit, doesn't mean they're retaining this information. Like, I think that's what Trump's problem is. It's like his staff might update him on a lot of shit, but he hears it totally different than what they're saying. So like they're saying, Mr. President, you know, maybe hopefully in like five or six months, we could figure out a vaccine. And his mind, he heard, oh, in two months, we about to have a vaccine. So then he goes out there and says that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like same yeah. thing with those people. Like Donald Trump's a, Donald Trump Jr. is a God and I, I would never have sex with a white man, but so would you sleep with him? uh maybe so then like you know what i'm saying like none of the none of this shit is connecting dots at this point because i don't think a lot of people are really smart like that or even want to be aware dude like that's one thing i noticed too is like i uh am kind of coming to this new phase of my life where i'm trying to just live like sober and shit you know what i'm saying and i'm realizing how much more focused you can be and like how unrelenting you really have to be against the world dude because like one thing that I didn't understand about like uh, smoking weed, especially, is that it kind of makes you acquiesce to whatever the norm that is set for you. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like if you were to uh, trying to think like what's a good analogy for it. It's like it's almost like you let things happen to you versus trying to make them happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's like you become instead of being the operator, you're the one that's being operated on. But then like once I, I notice me when I stop smoking, like now it's like, I feel the power to operate. If that makes any sense. Like it's almost like limitless potential is in my head. Things look more like opportunities now versus being the issue where it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, and maybe that might've been some of my problems in LA dude is that like, I feel like some of what I let happen to me in my life in the past was kind of just being like, well, I got this job here. I'll just make the best of it. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm going to do this. Whereas now, like I got a job here and I'm gonna make the best of it. But then I also am doing it with the outlook of advancement to the next thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I I didn't really have that focus in LA where it's like, I'm going to take this as a springboard to do that. And I kind of, I was trying, but like financially it's a little bit harder out there too. But still like, I just kind of see like, the differences and i just wonder if maybe that's a part of the problem in america too man like maybe we're over like sedated mentally pharmaceutically psychologically whatever you know what i'm saying because like i mean people be on shit bro you know what i'm saying and like you know what i mean i think that shit does change your psyche in a way where things are happening to you versus you making things happen 
You know what I'm saying? I think that's what's wrong with everybody in America, honestly, bro, is that we kind of are expecting the government to pull us out of this shit when a lot of the problems that we have in America aren't really governmental issues. Like, it's not a, it's not a government issue of a white person hating a black person. That's a, that's a, that's an inside issue. A yeah. black person hating a white person or whatever, you know what I'm saying? A cop hating a black man or a black man hating a cop. Like, that's, that's internal shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's history and there's dilemmas and stuff that we need to go back and try to rehash and get things right. But at the same time, like, it's like we were talking about with, like, changing the rules and systematic racism shit. Like, you can do all that, but you can't stop the individual. And that's what's really need to go on is, like, individually, we all got to look within ourselves and be like, damn, yo, like, maybe my path was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe I shouldn't have been doing that. You know what I mean? Like, even these fight stories, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have to try to fight 11 dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that's wrong. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like, on the flip side of that, I got to look back and be like, well, I did it and I learned from it that I shouldn't do it in the future. But at the same time, like, if I hadn't done it, what would happen? You know what I'm saying? Like, we would have just walked off the court and then the bitches then, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of what's weird about life, bro. Like, it's so many endless possibilities and potentials. But I think that that's kind of why we need, like I was saying about the two sides need to come together because we ain't gonna never see all the possibilities until both sides get to understanding each other. You know what I'm saying? Just, like the way, it's just hard to get out of that, but it's possible. I mean, I know personally, like things that I've done, like the weight loss thing, I remember when I thought that was impossible. Like I remember people telling me to do shit and I'd be like, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm not, why? Cause I'm just going to be fat my whole life. I can't like, I can't do anything about it. Like this is just how, how it is. And people right. get stuck in like that. That's just for that. Like that right. mentality. It's everything though. Everything. That's everything. And, uh, yeah. I don't think a lot of people that are in our generation, especially it's like have gone through shit and done shit like that where they have that experience. Cause I mean, I felt behind a lot of my peers for a lot of my life. <clears throat> but now that we're like you said you're getting to a different stage of your life like i beat cancer so like that was my kind of point of getting back and like clean slate and i've started to do what you're saying too i mean i'm potted bro like i'm not i haven't given that up but um i've found well, uh, that my motivations have just intensified so like i never feel like i can rest anymore i used to always be like i'll do this so that when i'm done I can go just chill. Right. You know what I mean, and I still have that in me. Like I still want to, you know, get off of work and just go play Warzone and just chill for a minute. But most of the time I can't enjoy that. So I always feel like I need to be like checking emails or like doing something productive now. And I didn't have that before. And it's just, I think a matter of you find success in something, like you said, like you've seen this, like you've, kind of gotten a little more clear and once you start like finding out that you can push yourself and instead of seeing like a barrier of you know I don't know how to do that so I'm not going to try you I've done it many times in the past right. few months like you see something you don't know how to do <clears throat> and instead of just not doing it you go well how can I do it and then you just try and most of the time just trying it you figure it out and you get it done and you look way better than anyone like in my job, I do those things and I'm always, I have the least experience and I'm always the most prepared. 
I'm always the one that has Bro, the answers crazy. And, and the shit. And it's just like, you can get, to, like, I never thought I'd be at this point. You know, I didn't just personally, even right. without getting cancer, I never thought I could like be doing what I'm doing now. And I've seen it's crazy because once now that I see that, it's like, there's so many instances in my life where I said, I can't do that. And then I did it. And you should just like, you can take that knowledge and keep applying it. And now I'm realizing that more clearly than I ever have. So, you know, I might do that once in a while back in the day, I lost weight. Okay, great. But then I got stagnant. I gave up cigarettes. I did this. I, you know, got in really good shape. We started doing things, but we, everything always just got to, we did something, but then it like got stagnant. And now I'm realizing like, you just have to keep upping the ante. If you get to where you wanted to get, you have to then be like, oh, okay, well, now I need to do step, step, and step, and then I go be here for that. You know, it never, you have to just, you can't ever just be like, okay, cool. At least I can't. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. I mean, that's, uh, I've been reading David Goggins' book, bro, which if anybody got a chance, dog, it's probably one of the best books you can read in your life, man. It's called You Can't Hurt Me. And uh, I, you know that guy's story, kind of. You yeah. know, he like uh, went through a lot of stuff in his life. But um, one of the things in his thing, that's what he talks about is the callousing of the mind where you get to a point where all of the damages in your mind that you had, where you thought that they were things that limited you, like you, like you said, like I'm overweight. So why should I try to lose weight? You know what I'm saying? He's like, most people look at that as that's the explanation, but really that's the reason to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because you like, you've, well, you've, you've seen this path already, you know, the overweight path, you know, it makes you unhappy. So break out of the comfort zone, do something you don't like doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's part of the same thing with the algorithm debate, dude. Like does a Trump guy ever go and look at what the democratic party's platform is to see if he agrees <clears throat> with any of those issues? Not, does not the Democrat go and look at the Trump guy and, Right. I say the same thing with the Democrat, though. Does he look at the Trump guy and say, do I agree with any of these points? Does, does he pull the filter down and say, maybe I should just open my mind to these things? Because at first it is going to seem filtered and foreign to you and like, oh, I don't like that. But then you start realizing like, damn, they actually want the same thing I want for this. And that's not far off from what I want from that. So we could find a middle ground. You know what I'm saying? Like he but that's what his book was saying is that like it's through the the hardening of yourself and like trying those things outside the box that actually makes you grow. And like, that's kind of why I was saying like the weed was holding me back. Cause I felt like weed just made you be in your box and be like, well, I know how things are. I got everything right here within arm's reach. So I'm good. But it's like, but you got to reach outside yourself sometimes to go get that thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to get up and say, Hey, I, I need that though. You know what I'm saying? I have all this, but I need that. You see what I'm saying? And like, that's where I think Americans, especially, are fucking up. Being where you're, it doesn't give you any um, aspirations to do more when you're on when you're smoking pot. You're never like right. You do, but it's not like you don't have any oomph behind it. You're not gonna do that shit. At least, and dude, I'm we. I'm guilt. I can agree with you on. We were right there together. Like, I definitely understand what you're saying, and I think that was my probably a huge thing for me too i you know i'm saying that as somebody that still uses it a lot but at the same time i think that uh you know life circumstances kind of adjusted my way of thinking a little bit to where it's now more of just uh it's not a recreational thing as much it's just more of you know it really does help with some of my side effects with cancer and my you know i think that right i could give it up i 
we're talking about moving potentially to places that don't have it. So I know it's like you're mad for maybe a day and then it's, you're just fine. And it really doesn't matter too much So in terms of that. But I think in past times, you just, you know, like everything, I mean, it, it just kind of helps you to get into that stagnant area where, you know, it's easy to just go home, rip a blunt and fucking watch right. some dumb shit. You know, I definitely still guilty of that too. I do that. But I mean, right now that's kind of, what else are you going to do? But Well, here's my thing, though, saying. too, that uh, terrifies me about it is that, um, you know, it kind of makes you loosen your controls as well because, like, then because you're comfortable with it or whatever, like, you now let someone else kind of pull your strings. You know what I'm saying? Because, like you yeah. said, like, you're cool with it. And you're like, oh, I just want to – I'm just going to go home and chill. But, like, we're not really in an era right now that we should be chilling, bro. Like, you got to realize, man, like – Back in our parents' times, when they were our age, bro, like, they were, like, raising families, fucking going and getting real-time jobs and shit, and, like, trying to, like, build a future for themselves, you know what I'm saying? Like, our generation kind of got blessed in the fact that, like, baby boomers kind of, like, had a safe net society to live in and put us into it, so that way, like, you know, we, like, I, I brought up, I was, I, I never not had a Nintendo, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never don't, I don't know what it's like to live without a safe. You know yeah. what I mean? Like some some kids can't imagine the fact that like me and you are older than Google. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I saw that's a post on somebody's Facebook that said that. You know what I mean? So like there was a time where you know you would go to other sites to search shit, ask G's and shit. You know what you I'm would saying? go like, to a to library. <laughs> right. Same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you had dial up. You know what I'm saying? So like now look at this generation after us. It's like they literally have everything at their fingertips, bro. And then imagine if. Now you already have been placated to, and you smoking weed, and you're not in your right state of mind. Like, where does the drive come from to be like, we got to advance this, dude? Because, like, really, like, people always talk about, like, the minimum wage hasn't increased over years and years. Have we, as minimum wage workers, increased our value to really get paid anymore? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, at the end of the day, dipping fries in the fryer is still the same fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I think we should have more money, but at the same time, like, where is your value increasing, dude? Like, if you was a fry cook that could go into the register and fucking write a new code so that the shit ring up faster, then, hey, I'll give you a raise right now. You know what I'm saying? But you can't do that. You see what I'm saying? And, like, that's kind of where I think we're all fucking up. Like, white, black, everybody, bro. Like, I feel like the whole world as a whole is, like, letting the people that have put the comforts there keep putting them there. Because, like, look at TV, bro. Every commercial, at least 75% of them is about food and alcohol. You know what I'm saying? So like, or what are they selling drugs, to you? Or mental health drugs. Well, what's really funny about that is you probably need them drugs because you want the food and alcohol. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's shit, it's, it's shit in that food making you crazy. You know what I'm saying? But like literally that's what they're pushing down your throat 24 seven. So like, it's all comforts. Like, it's not like anybody's on there being like, with a commercial that's like, Hey, get this new boot camp to get your ass in shape and get up off the couch and stop watching TV. Ain't nobody going to tell you that in the commercial because they need you to watch TV to sell what they're selling to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, I think we've all trapped ourselves in the creature comforts of what American society is. And, like, the rest of the world envies us because we get to sit back and do that while they don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's places where that's not a choice, dog. You sit on your ass all day, you ain't going to have no water. You ain't going to have no fucking rice or whatever the fuck you need for the wintertime. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be out there starving, bro. And, like, that's kind of where – and, I mean, there's places where that's not the case, too, but – I think because that shit exists, 
it gives everybody a reason to want to act right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think right now our country is at a point where we really need to overturn all the tables, bro. Like, we need to be looking in all the dark corners. Because, like, that whole shit that I be talking about with pedophiles and shit, that's a real fucking thing, dog. Kids is missing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, people are out there missing as we speak. Ain't nobody raising up the tables and being like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to get your kids back? You feel me? Like, you don't want to stop police violence? You don't want to stop brutality and you know what i'm saying like hatred and yo and you struggling too you know what i mean like that's that's really the main thing we should all be mad about is all of us don't have enough money to live the way we want to live you know what i'm saying like even the richest man still trying to get richer because he know the same shit he know one day he could spend all that money on one thing and be broke bro you know what i mean the richest man can write a check for all his money and be broke and be the brokest man like that's that's how the world works and that's why I think that's what that's what we all got to start waking up and realizing, bro. It's like time, this ain't really the time to be comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I like that attitude you got. Where like, I can't sit still. I can't just sit on the computer and don't out no more, man. I got to be doing something. I got to be moving. Because, like, that's what you need to be doing, dog. The second you stop moving and people that retire, it would be the same motherfuckers dead in two years, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, instantly. Like, it's, it's, I can point. It's so many stories like that. Or like somebody's wife die and then they die the next day because it's like, well, I was only here for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have purpose, bro. And I think that's really what our generation struggles with a lot is even finding purpose, wanting purpose, understanding purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, and also just, just like knowing who you are. Like, I think to do have a purpose, you have to like be sort of oh, introspective yeah. and like know who you are as a person. And that also is where I think pop can fuck you up is that you sort of don't do any self-analysis because you don't want to think that maybe pot is a negative in your life. I know a lot of people that smoke a lot of pot or, and have made bad decisions based on that. Some of them like me have actually gotten out of it because of whatever reason me, it took some insane shit, but I know a lot of people that are just stagnant doing some shit that they could have been doing in college because they just want to right. be playing PlayStation or, you know, doing whatever well, also, all day, every find, day. Uh, also, you don't find purpose without struggle, dog. That's something that people don't understand neither, man. Because really, it's not until the adversity hits you that you really got to ask yourself those questions. What type of man am I? You know what I'm saying? It's like we talking about the basketball games we had, like. We we laugh about us both being sorry, but really what that was was that me and you both got the same type of heart where it's like, I'm just not going to let you beat me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's really what was going on was that it was just a battle of wills and two unskilled <laughs> players. But, like, it was really just like – Some I coach was, you like, on the fence like, man, these guys got hard, but they got no skills. <laughs> God damn, no I respect shot. these God motherfuckers, damn. but God damn. That one white guy yeah, yeah. sweat. He sweated through his shirt eight times. This motherfucker's about to. I mean, honestly though, honestly to my credit, man, I will say this: one on one ain't never been my game, dog. Like if we playing half court, two on two, three on three, I'll shit on somebody. But I ain't no one on one. Kobe Bryant just gonna cross your ass and break. And I'm bigger and than you. Home. I'm not significantly bigger than you, but I mean, like for me, I am not. I can at least like I have length enough to maybe block some shots that a guy your size wouldn't block so i have well, a little bit of i feel like that's just a credit but... to that was just a credit to my skill that i can hang with you you know that's what i'm saying, what I'm saying. Small like, person. you actually were but... you're better way better at basketball than me but 
I have long you're ass just big. arms. Yeah, I'm just big. I give you that. I mean, and you hustle though, dog. Most big dudes don't hustle, bro. I give you a credit, man, where credit is due. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you like legit rebounder, hustle, man. Dude. That's my thing. I can rebound the ball. You're Birdman. You're exactly. Birdman, bro. Exactly. I'm Rodman. <laughs> I got no shot. I will not do any sort of offense, but I'll give you 20 rebounds. I'll get that. Hell yeah, dog. But yeah, I'm telling you, like, when I'm actually in, like, a game game, like, playing against dudes my own size and shit, and, like, I can, like, play off ball. Like, I'm good at basketball, bro. Like, don't sleep on my skills, but... Like, once again, though, I, I, that's what I was saying, though. Like, I think that's kind of what that's all based upon, though, is, like, even in sports, like, that's kind of where one of the times that we really we really see, like, human triumph, like Rocky, for example, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, David Goggins even talked about that in his book. He's like, in the first Rocky movie, it wasn't about Rocky winning. Rocky just wanted to go to distance, you know what I'm saying? He just, like, nobody ever went to distance with Apollo Creed. And at the end, right in the last, right before the last round, Rocky gets knocked down, and you remember when Apollo Creed think he won, and he's cheering, and he looks back, and Rocky stand up, and he look back and look at, and he just look down like, God damn, like I still gotta fight this man, and he and he show Rocky love, because at the end he was like, bro, I ain't never seen nobody take an ass whooping like this, and just wasn't gonna let this shit end, you know what I'm saying? Because like Rocky Trainer didn't even want him in that movie, dog. Think about that shit. Rocky Trainer said, "You a fucking bum, get out of my house, and dog," bob, and told a nigga to quit. He told him to quit in the ring. He said, yo, stop fighting this dude. You're going to die. And Rocky was like, I got something to prove. You know what I'm saying? And that's what your life really needs, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because that's really, I think, where you do understand what you made of and your triumphs. But like I said, our generation, bro, what is our thing that we're going up against? You know what I'm saying? Like, part of it is ignorance. You know what I'm saying? And part of it is deception. You know what I'm saying? That's the other thing. Like, Because like I said, like that whole algorithm thing, dude, like, the truths are being hidden from you. And then, like, you can be willfully ignorant. You know what I'm saying? It's people that don't want to know the truth. Like, it's people that I'd be telling shit, like, like that Tulsa thing. I've told people that before, and they'd be like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to know about that, man. Like, that's, you know what I mean? That's too heavy, bro. I hate when people say shit like that. Me, I want to hear new information every time I I can't. That's why I'd be looking up shit like that because I'd be like, damn, I ain't never heard this before. Like, I've never heard anybody say that. Let me hear what this guy has to say. I looked at 20 flat earth videos because I just wanted to see would one flat earth person make a point? Just prove anything to me. None of them did. Like, I mean, but I got enough sense of wherewithal to be like, oh, you stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, but flat some earth not smart is like just, that, that shows you what production value can do. If you can make a video that has any sort of production value to it, you can get some dumbass people to be like, yep. Yep, we're in a glass bubble, guys. There's ice walls. Well, I, uh, I've seen it. Let me tell you like, this story. Let me tell you this story. I fucked this bitch head up one time in a physical therapy when I had my shoulder hurt, right? I, we were sitting there, and they had the TV up in, and we're all, like, working out and stuff. And this woman is on the news talking about she got attacked by a shark at Malibu Beach or wherever the fuck this was in California, right? And I started laughing. And I was talking to the physical trainer. I was like, man, that bitch lying. And uh, the, like the lady heard me. She's like, what are you talking about? Like she almost died. I was like, lady. I was like, that lady did not fucking almost die. This woman was on TV talking about her shark bit her surfboard, right? She had her surfboard and she had the piece where the shark bit off from the surfboard <laughs> in her hand. It was a perfectly symmetrical shaped, cut out, yeah, it's like zigzag little triangles like, and shit. <laughs> little triangles dog like if you were to make a like a shark bite image in your notebook that's what it looked like i was like how she got the piece of the board and the board and she ain't hurt and she on the news talk about all this shit i was like come on man i was like if you almost got bit by a shark you'd be in the hospital you'd be terrified she looked normal as hell i was like they paid that woman to say this shit she was like damn 
I guess you're right. I didn't even think about that. I was like, come on now. I was like, you know, shark won't bite this board. It's going to be a perfect bite. She was like, damn, yo, I ain't even, yo, you right, you right. And I, I could tell that woman whole world was shooken from then on because she really think the news is real. No. Like, that shit is fake, dog. We, we were in news class in film school, bro. How did we come up with the story? We created it. Yeah. We made a story and shot it for the news. Come on. We know what this is. I don't, I've never, that's just why I'm glad I don't have cable anymore. I just like, we'll watch some news clips online and then I understand, like, it's all just shitty negative stuff. The positive stuff, I can know where to find that too. So I just, you have to know and do your due diligence on your, what you need to look for in news outlets. So I don't feel like it's like everything well, we're just discussing. Like, nobody wants to go over to those other sites. They can't, like, bend their brain enough to look from somebody else's perspective, at least, you know, for even, like, five minutes. So, it is kind of fucking check this out, though. pissy. You want to hit the conspiracy time button? Hitting it. Hey, my funny podcast presents conspiracy time. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll go I'll go as deep as to say this. I think that it don't matter what side you're on or what you're looking at. I think all that shit fake. Like legitimately, I don't think there's any more truth left in the world, dog. I think that they put so many layers of information in front of this shit. It's it was in the book 1984, bro. It would be so much information out there that no one would know what the truth is anymore. So I really think that even when they report on factual events, there's still a layer of deception placed behind that that you'll never know. And I can prove it because think about this, right? Let's say you witnessed a shooting, right? And you saw like somebody got shot on the corner. How are you going to say that to the news anchor? You ain't going to be up there and be like, oh, damn, that shit was crazy. Like you might, you know what I'm saying? But even that, that's your, <laughs> you presenting your that's best self to the That's how I want to do it. <laughs> but think about it though. Like you're going to, like most people are going to filter their own selves. It's like on Facebook. You don't say, man, all y'all some motherfucking bitches on here because you mad one day. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't say what you really feel on Facebook because you understand people are going to judge you by what you say and they're going to rate you as well. Same thing with the news. You're going to get rated by what you act like or say on there. So like, even when you're presenting factual information, it's through the filter of the presentation. You see what I'm saying? It's like, if you were going to give a science project, you wouldn't just go up there and say, you know, on trial one, I got this number, trial one, I got that number. You're going to present it in a way that it's entertaining, it's acceptable, it's more palatable. You see what I'm saying? And just even through that, I think that's enough to filter information so that the truth is never really the truth, dog. Unless you've seen it with your own damn eyes and touched it with your own hands. And even then, who's to say? It's people that'll tell you right now they've seen a ghost. I don't believe in that shit. You know what I'm saying? But they'll tell you plain as day, word for word, tell you a story, had a hair standing up on the back of your neck, like, and then I looked over the corner, bro, and, like, believe every word of that shit. But do you still think it's a ghost in that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's really what the truth has happened to become, that the truth ain't really out there, bro. That it's just information, and now the truth gets watered down to a point to where we don't know what facts are, dog. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's my deepest conspiracy right there, that you can't trust nothing. That nobody say. I'm starting. I'm gonna hit the double conspiracy button. Conspiracy <laughs> time. And just say, hey, man, don't believe me neither. No, I. I mean, I agree with what you're saying for sure. 
I definitely, I mean, that's in reality, probably the sad real truth is that what you're saying is the God on the truth, that there's, there's no way to know what's truthful. But my double conspiracy is that this simulation theory is real, bro. It's that's, that's it. There's too many things that are happening now that are so weird that it seems like whatever that this algorithm is, is actually the reality algorithm. And it's like, it's faulty now. Something has clipped off well, of it. Uh, and like, you see these pictures of California where it looks like Blade Runner because there's fires everywhere and smoke and shit. There's that. Trump's the president. This shit. Cardi B is some sort of actual political pundit. Like, everything's happening to where it's instead of it's just deteriorating so that's my thing i think we are in a simulation and it literally somebody just said you know what fuck all this this is boring and just said i'm gonna uh, city this and just start hitting it with all of the craziest shit to see what happens you you play doom right yeah. Back in the day, like the video game Doom. So, like, you know, when Doom came out, they had the mod updates where you could, like, change Doom. So you could, like, put your own weapons in the game and make it look like Batman or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe that is some truth to that. That maybe the simulation, wherever it is being run, because, like, you know, if you want to go into some deep, deep shit, I've heard people claim that, you know, if human beings were once some ape-like figures and aliens came down and manipulated our DNA and shit. So now we somehow advance. Cause like they always say that there's a gap in civilization where we went from being hunter gatherers to instantly like farming and agriculture and like cities started popping up and they shouldn't have happened that fast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you heard, you ever heard that before? Yeah, like well, that, like we just developed too quick. Like our minds got too big so quick. And like some people think it was mushrooms. Some people think it was just better diets. You know what I'm saying? Like all types of different things that were supposed to happen. But Let's say that really there is a simulation being run. That Earth is all just a big ass experiment. Like I think there's that one. There's a movie where they say that like every other planet is just a planet of zebras or a planet of you know monkeys, and they they took Earth and said, hey, we're just gonna put everything all on one planet and see what happens. Maybe this really is that simulation, dog. And somebody has just said, you know what? We about to blow this shit up in 20 years anyway. So let's just start pushing buttons like Doom and let's make this shit look like Robin Hood today. And tomorrow we're gonna make it look like fucking Cape Crusaders and whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. It, it makes more sense than what's really going on, dog. There was a yeah. game called Which, Thin City back in the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm probably it's yep. probably still exists, but back in the day, it was very mm-hmm. like in the same time as Doom. You'd create these little cities, roads, everything. But inevitably, no matter how good you were at this game and you know doing all of the shit, you could create these huge metropolises. You would hit the destruction button at one point and be like i want to put a tornado here fire and you just start playing god and like destroying these cities so to me yeah that like as a kid i was like oh that's this is like i even recognized that when i was young like that compulsion to always do that because my friend was really good at that game he could make yeah. these things where i couldn't but he would do the same shit and I think that's what's happening, dude. I think literally somebody has been creating this thing, has gotten it to peak performance for whatever the game is they're playing, this weird sim world game. And now they got bored with it. And they're like, you know what? Pandemic, crazy leadership, uh, you know, racial. Well, yeah. It's like, name the thing. Think about, uh, think about that wildfire, bro. 
Well, yo, think think uh think about think about that wildfire you were talking about. Realize that shit once again. Like I was saying, the truth's not really the truth, dog. That picture, you don't think it was photoshopped? Oh, it was. I mean, but dude, I'll tell you though, living out here, we don't live. That's always a possibility. We don't live anywhere near those fires, like not at all. But dude, it is seriously. Yeah. You get in the afternoon. There's some days where it's like you're living in some sort of. It's almost green out. It's weird, dude. It's fucking oh, yeah. Crazy. Like I'm sure, like I'm sure, like it's really happening. But like I'm saying, like oh, that when they present the images, yeah, images heavily. are yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's it's to change. It's to make it even that much more of a thing. That's that's what I'm saying. Like if you were to see it in reality and be there, you might not feel about it the same way as if you were to see that image and be like, damn. It's almost like um that uh I always forget the name of that place, but like that dude in China that stands up against the tank. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that image was so yeah, powerful to the world. Yeah. But like, right. But that man standing there at that moment, did that feel the same way to the viewer seeing it? You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. where like the whole interpretation thing comes from. You know what I'm saying? Cause like it meant a lot. Or, like even when like the monks light themselves on fire, like that guy ain't seeing that perspective. You know what I'm saying? He's not understanding the power that it's having on the viewer. You know what I mean? Or and, like and you as the viewer don't understand the power it's having on you. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to understand that, bro. Like, we are, we were in the media field, you know what I'm saying? Like, we still fuck with it. So, like, we understand, like, what you said, bro, if you got good graphics and you could tell the story enough, people start thinking that shit is real, dog. Plus, also, you, what's real fucked up out, is that the Photoshop thing, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but the Photoshop thing, you oh, you good. A, sale, a still image, but you can do that to a video, too. You can make anything happen yep. in a video you yep. want if you have enough skill yep. and enough computer power, so... Just yep. uh, died. Well, we got died enough died computer enough. power. Yeah. yeah, but no, like, same thing, though. Like, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, people start really thinking that shit is real. Like, when Walking Dead came out, they was, like, talking about what if a zombie apocalypse really happened. It's like, motherfucker, that shit ain't real, goddamn it. People gonna start coming back to fucking life? Are you serious? You know what I'm saying? But people really spent time out their days doing that shit. Or, like, remember the crazy clowns from back in the day on the internet where it was, like, Oh, we all go dress up like clowns and go scare them. And then they start getting their ass whooped. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then it's like, like that's why that's that's why I love the name of this podcast. Ain't like funny because like it really does show you. Like we always bring that simulation shit shit up, but like it does show you how like because one thing is introduced into the system, how it runs its course. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because like one motherfucker with a clown mask <clears> did that shit. And then 12 did it. And then another group of homies did it. Another group said it. And then they all thought it was funny. And then they got their ass beat. And then this more people beat some more people's ass. And now it's like people out here worrying about assaults and shit. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with like the pedophile shit, bro. Like that's why I keep bringing that shit up because I want somebody to really introduce that shit into the simulation and be like, yo, we need to find these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want you touching nobody, kid. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how you start that shit. You got to start planting seeds that wind up doing shit. I mean, if people don't want to talk about the Bible, but it got a lot of sense in it, bro. You reap what you sow. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what's going on. Even if you want to talk about simulation, just from that standpoint, like we live in an earth that reproduces what it's given. So we out here putting out bullshit and cussing and hating on each other and all of that, cursing each other. That's what's going to happen is curses is going to grow from the earth. You know what I'm saying? And eventually like people act like this earth ain't purified itself before. Dinosaurs used to live on this planet, dog. Yeah. For whatever reason, ain't here no more. You know what I'm saying? And this whole shit got restarted and now we are where we are. So same shit could happen again, bro. It could all be to the point where it's like, yo, the earth could just say, yo, man, they done put enough bad shit into me to where I just gotta fucking 
give birth to a fucking stillborn and try to shit that. over. It could be fucking an, some big ass rock in space hits us, and you hear that shit all the time that they don't publicize it, but you'll see a news story like gigantic asteroid nearly hits. You know, it's like, oh, I guess it didn't. You know, hit us, more but that could happen that. fucking any time, and it's over with. I could tell you some shit. I could tell you some shit that's really terrifying about that, bro. They can't even see half the shit going by. No, they can't. They don't even know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Like, if you want to talk about, like, the way that Earth really works in the solar system and the galaxy and shit, like, we're so insignificant and small. It's such a miracle that we've been alive for as long as we have, bro. Because, like, all it takes is literally, like, that one thing, like you said, bro. It don't even got to be of a big-ass rock. It could be that the sun could just have a big-ass fucking solar flare one day and turn off all the EMP, EMP pulse could hit the earth and turn off all our electronics, dog. What happens when all the computers are gone? We're going to, this shit going to be donezo, bruh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Our, our hospitals don't work no more. Everybody fucking done, bruh. Like, it ain't, it ain't even like, like, for example, we talk about, people talk about global warming and shit. Global warming is a small part of it. The Earth's magnetic field is dying, son. So, like, our magnetic field is part of what keeps the sun's rays from burning the Earth up. Like, you see how Mars doesn't have no fucking uh, core anymore. Like, Mars' core cooled off. Like, Mars used to have, like, life on it and shit, dog. But what happened was, was that, because it's in the right zone where life could grow, but what happened was, was that it was too far from the sun and it didn't have enough heat inside its core to keep its magnetic field going. So, its magnetic field died down. Mars still has an atmosphere, a very light atmosphere. So, like, technically, like, it does have a bubble around it. But Earth is so much bigger because we have the core and we have the Earth, you know, the global warming and all that and the plants and shit. But the second any of that shit stops, bro, we're gone, dog. If the Earth moves even, I think, 10 feet in the wrong direction out of its orbit, we're gone. Like, we don't understand how blessed we are. That's why we out here fighting about bullshit, like, hating each other when it's like, man, we need to be trying to figure out some real shit, like, how do we keep this planet from blowing the fuck up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People don't even want to talk about that shit. That's a reality, though. That's more real than any of the shit we talking about. Simulation or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, Fucking I hate that we got to always hit God this heavy damn, shit. Damn, but... man. You were gone one week and you just threw the most... We went double conspiracy and oh, then bro. you ended on... But here, we got to stop here. Let's get on the more positive. I'm the, yeah, for sure. For sure. First of all, you got a funny video or something? This, I, don't, <laughs> I don't got a funny video. We don't got much time left. But what I, first of all, I totally agree with everything you're saying. And I think that we actually just had some a dumb, smart discussion just now. So people, like pay attention always. to that. <laughs> pay attention to all that. Like always. But we're going to go to something positive. We're not going to go into the game last night. But the NFL season has started, Aaron. So we have a podcast now. Yes. And the NFL is actually going. So it's on. We start. One game, Kansas City is a god again. They got some fucking running back, <laughs> killed everyone. So they got another weapon. So fuck you, Kansas City, very yeah. much. So I'm, we don't, I'm not going to get into Mahomes and all the money and all the success. Congrats. I feel like Stillers – I, I want to see what Stillers looking like, bro. I feel That's, like y'all might be – This is what I'm saying. Here, this is what I'm saying. We're not going to come to you every week and talk about every game every week. Aaron's a Cowboys fan. I'm a Steelers fan. We're going to talk about our two teams. 
and we're going to talk about our games each week if we feel like we want to. Probably for me, my team's probably going to lose a lot. I'm a salty fan. Might not want to talk about it because it hurts too much. But right now, Aaron, beginning of the season, your team plays on Sunday night. My team plays on Monday night. I did this last Big year. L. I did this last Big year. L. First of all, okay, so you're saying you're going to lose this week. You're playing the – Yes. Who are you playing? The Rams. The Rams at home. Cowboys about to take a super L, dog. Oh, okay. I, well, yes. I don't know if I agree with that. but Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's about to have a field day on our ass, bro. So, Aaron we'll see. Saying, saying loss – I think you guys are going to win. Yes. So I'm going against you on the Cowboys. I think I got faith okay. in the Cowboys. I think they're going to win. Shout out Dak Prescott. You got a new coach. You got to be happy about some of these things. You got rid of that fucking chud, Jason. <sighs> but we'll see. Our offensive line is not tight, bro. Like our offensive line is not tight right now. Like now if they, if they go out, I got to see what McCarthy's going to do. If he decides to run the ball on Sunday night, we might could do something, but I think that they got all these new receivers. They spent all this money on the offense. They about to go out there and try to air that bitch out, and they about mm-hmm. to get their heart broke. That's what I think about that. Pure Jason. So They're gonna we'll just see. Stick with Jason Garrett philosophy and just throw, go ball heavy in the air all day. Mike McCarthy Bro, did. Mike McCarthy the never now, ran bro. the ball. He did. No, he didn't. Mike Mc. Bro, Mike McCarthy used to throw the rock all I mean, the time. But he had Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers used to throw the ball. Aaron Rodgers throw the ball like forty times a game, bro. If they if they throw the ball more than twenty five times on Sunday, we're gonna get our ass. But dude, you got Zeke. I don't get why words. people don't see that this guy is a beast like that. I would just run him until they couldn't stop him. I don't think it's just him, bro. I think the offensive line is shitty now, and they're not blocking the same. That's that's my theory on that. And okay. when you got Aaron Donald up the middle, yeah, I think it's not. I'm t- I'm predicting. I'm predicting Big L. That's all big I'm saying. L. Are you now, sure you're saying like, I would, in terms I would, of a score, you guys are going to lose by a lot? It's going to be like – it's going to be – no, we're going to give up a lot. It's going to be like 31 to 27, dog. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go – That's what I'm saying. I'm going 21-17, you guys. That's what I'm saying. Cowboys. I'd love to see that. That means our defense <laughs> actually kind of balked out, but we'll see, bro. There we go. So I still, saw hard knocks. Rams look kind of good to me. That's all. Yeah, I'm but that's all. <laughs> I can make, you can make anybody look good. They had the Browns yeah. on there, and everybody thought they were going to be good that year, and they fucking. So who the Steelers playing? The Steelers are playing the Giants, so we're going to help you guys out in division. So oh, y'all about to whoop their ass, bro. And uh, so for me. Big Ben's back. We don't got a second-string quarterback in. I'm excited. I hope he's back. He looks like he's back, but I've only seen videos, so who knows. We got a lot of new weapons on offense. We got Eric Ebron on tight end. He's okay, but he oh, might okay. have yeah, he's, he's all right. He's all right. We still, you know, we got James Conner. We got a good set of uh, running backs in the in the running back. Y'all defense gonna be Dude, hard this season, bro. That's what I'm predicting. Pat, we I got think it y'all all. defense about to be hard. That's our what I'm first saying. round pick like, this year was Minka Fitzpatrick last year because that's what we gave up to yeah. get him. So I'll take. Yeah. I'll take all to of that. me. To me, y'all defense because that's always been the Steelers' problem. Y'all ain't never had no secondary, bro. And now that the secondary getting kind of locked down, I Hopefully. think with them linebackers y'all got with Bud Dupree and all that shit, it's about to be a problem up in there. TJ Watt, Steelers, bro. I'm <sighs> saying, dog, it's about to be some shit going. I'm on. I'm a skeptical. Giants, fan, dude. I'm Giants a skeptical ain't about fan. to win. Though. That's all I'm saying. 
I just know Giants my ain't team likes no to play down the competition. They're not very good at the beginning of the year usually, but I feel like we got enough just to Bruh. put the Giants. Like Daniel Jones isn't that good. Saquon Dimes, good. bro. He's he's all right, but like Saquon Barkley's good, but he he ain't gonna get That's what I'm saying. He ain't gonna get any. That's yards. what I'm saying, bro. Y'all about to y'all about to eat on Monday, bro. I feel like the Giants about to get their heart broke, bro. I'm saying 28. Seven. Bro, I'm trying to tell you, man. Like I can football on the low, bro. Like I be knowing, I be watching 28-7. Damn, I don't even shit. I was thinking more like, I was thinking like 10. Like the Giants gonna get like 10. Y'all gonna wind up with like 28. Yeah. 28-10. We're giving that basically same score. So yeah, yeah, I can fuck with that. I knock on wood. I'm a superstitious person, but I don't. <laughs> okay, so that's week one. We got our picks in. You don't think the Cowboys are going to win. I do, and I think the Steelers, we both think they're going to win. But now, just to end the, the podcast and begin our NFL um, prognostication careers, what do you think your final record as the well, the Cowboys' final record will be? Oh God! Well, I was looking There's at no, first take. I mean, no uh, evidence. Undisputed no. today. Yeah. Well, I just want to say this. I was I heard undisputed today, and Skip Bayless is a Cowboy fan on there, and this crackhead talking about he think they're gonna be six and one in their first seven games. I'm like, you high uh, as fuck, bro. Because we play, we play, we play the Rams, we played the Falcons, and then we played like uh, somebody else after that that's pretty good too. I forgot. Oh, Seattle. We ain't coming out of there undefeated, bro. We are ain't coming out of three games. Ain't no way. I think all those are. At, I think we go to the Rams and the other two are at home. Cause I think we play the Falcons at home. We play Seattle at home. But Dallas and Mad teams that beat us in Dallas. So. Whatever, but maybe I'm hating on my team too much. But if I was gonna say for the season, season Cowboys might slip in there nine and seven, dog. If they lucky, Ooh. they'll get ten and six. But they might get the last playoff spot at nine and seven. That's what I'm predicting. I'm not seeing much improvement off Jason Garrett, bro. Mm. Nine and seven is a good Jason Garrett year. That you gotta understand. That's a good Cowboy year. Like you gotta realize where I our feel, bar is set. I think that you are as a Cowboys fan sort of butthurt over the past and not giving your team no, I'm a realist. So, I'm I agree a realist. with you. I am too. I am too for my team. But for your team, I'm going to be a uh, – just be a little bit more positive. I think Mike McCarthy, Dak, Zeke, they're going to get you to 11-5. and five. You guys will get into the playoffs. You're not going to go anywhere in the playoffs. You're gonna get in eleven and five. Le- eleven and five, bro. Oh that's my, my. That's my. I gave you. I. That's statistic. Hey, that's that. That would be amazing. I, I, what did I do last year for as far as uh, guessing your record and what happened afterwards? Hundred percent. I guessed the record exactly, and that Jason Garrett was gonna get fired the days before well. the season started. So. I think I got I mean, bro. that super glow when it comes to this shit. But hey, man, it's not it's not hard to predict Jason Garrett shit. Steelers <clears throat> gonna wind up. See, like y'all. See, the problem with y'all is that y'all got to deal with the Ravens. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I just don't know. Yeah, I just don't know how much of a factor Lamar Jackson is gonna be because he keeps getting better, bro. And like, I don't see him taking those steps back. Because even if you watch that game last night, Sean Watson. 
did not lose that game for them. They lost that game because they kicker came out there and did some bullshit and missed an easy-ass field goal and fucked the game up for them. Because had he made that field goal, they would have gave that field position and flipped the field on him. And you know some what of saying? their wide receivers so, weren't making plays either. He had some people that weren't doing what they needed. Oh, yeah. So, I hate yeah. respect they, they that missed dude the a lot. Shot Hopkins. Yeah, they missed DeAndre Hopkins a lot, bro. Because, like, that guy can go up and get the ball when he ain't really supposed to. So, yeah. me for the Steelers, I can see y'all being a wild-card team once again, I'm thinking more like it depends on what the AFC looking like. But if y'all sneak in the wild card, it might you might need to be ten and six to get in the wild card in the AFC. That's what I'm thinking. Like, that's the thing that's kind of scary about it. Yeah, so I might put y'all at ten and six. But I think y'all could be a wild card team though. But if y'all defense come out there and really start putting some licks on some cats, and y'all got an easier schedule because y'all had a shitty kind of year last year, it's possible y'all could be eleven and five too. Mm. I ain't gonna get y'all twelve. I don't think we're going like to definitely not the getting to 12. Yeah, we're going to lose two to the Ravens. We might drop one to the Browns just because we're not going to give them any credit. So I'm thinking just out of pure heart and love for my team, 10 and 6. But okay. I could definitely – that's what I'm saying. But at the same time, I could definitely see them being 7 and 9. I could see that, like, my hope – Ooh. being shattered when something – like, if Ben goes out, we're fucked. Like, it's over with. There's no – Yeah, y'all ain't got no contingency so, plan there, yeah. So, we'll see, you know. But uh, just right now, as I see it – I'm putting it on defense. I, I mean, we did last like year. But I think we have more weapons yeah. that could be used. And I think, you know, if it got to it – but hopefully Ben's durable, knock on wood, he can make it. He comes back to being his old self and, like, throws 6,000 yards this year, just starts slinging it to Juju all day. So, well, I'm going to say 10-6, and six, hopeful at okay. the beginning of the season, and that we get into the playoffs, but we only make it – if we're a wild-card team, we make it past the wild-card round, but that's it. That's as deep as we're going to go. So, 10-6 and six with a little bit of playoff oh, time, but that's it. That's my See, that's where before the that's season where you need faith prediction. We're gonna revisit this at the middle of the season and see where we're at. <laughs> All right, cool. We go ahead and end this episode. Uh, that was great, man. I had a good time talking with you, man. I missed you last week. Yeah, I missed you too, bro. And we're going to get Sean on again so we can all talk because he definitely – he filled in great. We love you, Sean. Yeah, he did a good have, job, man. We have some good stories to share about all of us working and living out here <laughs> that we didn't get to because Aaron wasn't involved. So we'll get to that. But uh, definitely love talking to you again, bud. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, week – what was it, 22? Something like, yeah, yeah, you're right. All right, well, thanks for listening. 22. Week 22, we are. Peace.